give me the quote about a name from um, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, something about a rose by any other name would be as sweet. Yeah, okay, say that again. A rose by any other name would be as sweet. Hey, Max. Nothing strategies that work in the Cats and kids. You enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. A rose by any other name would be as sweet. It's from Romeo and Juliet. From Romeo and Juliet. Romeo with Juliet. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What does that mean to you? Well, uh, uh, there's another phrase that's uh, what's in a name. And there's a lot in a name, particularly if it's your name. Because you want people to feel, or you want to feel, that uh, someone you may admire and know has remembered your name. It's important for kids, uh, for the teacher to know their name. Give you one example. This could be another left field coming in to home base, gonna slide and hopefully not be called out. But the, but, but I, I had a college professor named John Weefald, who later on became the chancellor of the Minnesota college system, became the commissioner of agriculture. Anyway, he was an excellent history professor and I worked on his campaign for a little bit when he ran for Congress. 15, 20 years later, my wife and I were in the Minnesota, the Minnesota Historical Society looking up the steps. This is 15 or 20 years later. He says, Roger Zeman, how are you? Wow. That he would remember yeah. me after all those years. How did it make you feel? It made me feel great. It made me feel important. It made me feel like I was somebody, even though I may not have been. But the point is, names are so important, and it's so important for, for you as a teacher to know those student names just as soon as you can. Roger, I'm bad with student names. I need to study them. For me, that's teacher homework, something I go on and do. I had a professor that was bad with names named Dr. Rocco. And he would bring us out into the hall and use a Polaroid camera to take our pictures as groups, you know, to save money on oh, the, yeah. on the uh, film. But then he would have a student aide cut out those pictures and put them onto a manila folder. We would go around and write our names underneath those. And he would use that so he could call us by name after day one of class. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And... And I know if you're a regular classroom teacher and you have 30 kids a class and 150 kids, it takes some time, it takes some effort, but boy, it's going to pay off. Not that kids are going to think, oh, you're so wonderful, Mr. Benson or Mr. Zeman, but it's going to help them learn because they know you have a vested interest in them, took the time to take the pictures, have the folder, and, uh, well, that you end up carrying, yeah. Meow! That sound means that it's time for us to pause a minute, take a quick commercial break to thank our sponsors, but we will be right back to talk about how to learn and the importance of knowing names. It's been a long night. 
You're worried about a lesson. You still care about kids. You walk in. You look down. Kids are looking at you. There's some snickering. Your nice black shirt is full of cat hair, and you feel like a total idiot. You hate it when kids laugh at you. That's why it's so important to have at your desk, in front of the classroom, wherever you are in the break room, have sticky, sticky lint roller to roll off any cat hair that you may have accrued in your home. You can buy your sticky, sticky cat hair roller. That's right here. Dial 1-800-437-222. We're back talking about how to learn the names of your kids in your classroom. We know that you may have some strategies that other people could benefit from. Roger and I are not good with names. We would love to hear from you. We're going to continue this conversation with strategies that we've seen that works. One comes from a teacher in Stillwater. His name is Mr. Poorman. He stands outside his classroom in front of the door every day and shakes every student's hand before every period. He does that to have authentic conversations with students. If a student walks in with a jersey on its game day, he may ask them, hey, who are you playing today? Or how did you do if it's the day after? Um, a student may come in that has a cool t-shirt on and he finds out that they were at a concert the night before. It gives pause during passing time as a time to interact with students. Another strategy that I've seen comes from a gentleman by the name of Mr. Hamilton. And he, I don't know if he does this all the time, but there was a time where he used to learn the names prior to the school year. So we're talking the weekend before school starts. He would go in, given our technology, look at the pictures of the students and try to learn as many students' names as he could. Boy, were those students surprised, Roger, when they came in no, the first I day. I bet, I bet. He's got 150 kids. Even if he could get 60 names down of kids that didn't know that he knew them, right there, there was a connection. And if nothing else, a little bit of, um, hey, this guy cares enough to try to know my name before class. Yeah, the, the, the power of names. One more idea that I have for you is um, an activity called Rare Birds where you take a Google slideshow and you have the students put down some interesting facts about themselves. Um, and these are just interesting things that make you rare. And the way I use that is I take two or three students a day at the end or beginning of class for the first two weeks and highlight a few. And what I do is I read the information that the student filled out and the kids try to guess who in class was that rare bird. And then after about 30 seconds, we reveal who that student was. Brad, if you did that, I think you'd be a peacock because you've Ooh. got such a wonderful voice and you have such beautiful colors and feathers. Well, thank you, Rod. You're welcome. That sound means that it's the end of another episode, but before we wrap up and go feed our kitties, we want to remind you that if you have ideas of warm-ups or icebreakers or other strategies, please share them on our Facebook page or comment below. And remember, when you enter the classroom, you can love cats.
but you must love kids more. Have a good day.